Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a fantastic week. We are talking about one of my favorite things today, freedom. Freedom is one of my favorite words and ideas, and I think sometimes our idea of freedom is actually kind of mixed up because especially if you live in the U.S., you know, we take a lot of pride in our freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, having the freedom to vote and have a say in how the government works. But that's not the freedom that we talk about as believers, and the freedom is a little bit different. It's not just doing whatever you want, whenever and wherever. Freedom is very different. There's a few different definitions of freedom, and one of them is how I think a lot of people see freedom. The power or right to act, think, or speak as one wants to without hindrance or restraint. I think that's how sometimes we think about freedom. It's like just doing whatever you want to do. And, and there's also freedom is the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. And as believers, that is the kind of freedom that we should desire and that we get through Christ. So that's the freedom that we're talking about today when we're talking about freedom. Because, my friends, the real enemy, I think we get caught up in different ideas of like what we want to be free from. We want to be free from mental health issues. We want to be free from oppression. We want to be free from racism. We want to be free from sickness. And we want to be free from sadness and depression. We want to be free from feeling stuck. Or we want to be free from our job situation. Or we want to be free from certain toxic relationships. Those are things that get thrown out a lot. I think of ideas that are like, those are our enemies. But our real enemy is sin. Sin is the problem. And if you're a believer, then you have been made clean and whole and new. But sometimes we still struggle with sin. Like we're in the process of sanctification and we still stumble and fall. So sin is the root of the problem. Yes, we might experience sadness or mental health issues or there might be people that are hard to deal with and things like that but that's not those aren't our enemies our real enemy is sin which separates us from God so it's a miracle that we get to experience what freedom is and three important things I want us to focus on today is that one what we desire and what we should desire is freedom from sin that's the freedom that we want we want to be free from sin number two that freedom only comes from Jesus. It's not something that we can get on our own or from other things. Only by the blood of Jesus do we get freedom. And number three, with our freedom, we are free to serve. It's not an opportunity for us to do whatever we want. In Galatians 5, it talks about how we are free and not to take that as an opportunity for the flesh, but freedom to serve others in love. So we, one, are free from sin, two, free only by Jesus, and three, we are free to serve. So in Romans 6, Paul is talking about how we are no longer enslaved to sin, and let's just dive into that. Starting in verse 1, it says, what should we say then? Should we continue in sin so that grace may multiply? Absolutely not. How can, we do, how can we who died to sin live in it? Or are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we may too walk in newness of life. 
For if we have been united with him in the likeness of his death, we will certainly also be in the likeness of his resurrection. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be rendered powerless, so that we may no longer be enslaved to sin, since a person who has died is freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him, because we know that Christ, having been raised from the dead, will not die again. Death no longer rules over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all time. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you too consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its desires. And do not offer any parts of it to sin as weapons for unrighteousness. But as those who are alive from the dead, offer yourselves to God and all the parts of yourself to God as weapons for righteousness. For sin will not rule over you because you are not under the law but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? Absolutely not. Don't you know that if you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of that one you obey, either of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? But thank God that although you used to be slaves of sin, you obeyed from the heart that pattern of teaching to which you were handed over, and having been set free from sin, you became enslaved to righteousness. I'm using a human analogy because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you offered the parts of yourselves as slaves to impurity and to greater and greater lawlessness, so now offer them as slaves to righteousness, which results in sanctification. For when you are slaves of sin, you are free with regards to righteousness." So what fruit was produced then in the things that you are now ashamed of? The outcomes of those things is death. But now, since you have been set free from sin and have been enslaved to God, you have, you have your fruit, which results in sanctification. The outcome is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So we are no longer slaves to sin because Christ paid that for us. We are free from sin. We are no longer slaves to it. We are no longer entangled by it. Instead, we are slaves to righteousness. And you might be like, well, then I'm not really free. Well, if you remember, it's talking about like slavery to sin leads to death, but slavery to righteousness leads to life. So you are free in the best way because you are choosing to be obedient to what God says instead of being obedient to your own fleshly desires. In Galatians... Five, it talks about this freedom. For freedom, Christ set us free. Stand firm then and don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you are called to be free, brothers and sisters. Only don't use this freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but to serve one another through love. For the whole law is fulfilled in one statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. And with this freedom, we walk with the Spirit. I say then walk by the Spirit. And you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is against the spirit, and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. They are opposed to each other, so you don't do what you want. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. When you are enslaved to sin, you can tell by the fruit that you produce. And when you are enslaved to righteousness, you can tell by the fruit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And when we walk by the spirit, when we are led by the spirit, you can see the fruit of the spirit. But when you are in slave to sin, you will see the fruit of the flesh. It says, now the works of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, 
moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, caressing, and anything similar. These are things that come out of a heart that is is stuck and enslaved in sin. I'm warning you about these things, as I warned you before, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So instead of being enslaved to that and having that fruit and going along that path that leads to death, we want to be free from that and instead be obedient, using our body and our mind and our heart to be obedient to righteousness, which leads to life. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the things that come out when you are living in that freedom. The law is not against such things. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus have been crucified, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. So we are free from sin. That's what we want to be free from. And we are free only by Jesus. That's not something that we can do on our own, not by work so no one can boast. And we are free to serve. We're not just free so we can do whatever we want to with our lives. Our lives are God's. He bought us. He made us. He loves us. We are his. He dwells in us. The Holy Spirit lives in us if you are in Christ. So with this body, this heart, this mind, we want to be slaves to righteousness, which brings this beautiful fruit. What fruit do you see in your life? Do you see love in how you treat other people? Do you see joy even in hard circumstances? Do you have peace even when your surroundings are chaotic? Do you have patience when things aren't going in the timing that you want? Do you see kindness even with people who are being disrespectful and have different opinions than you? Do you see goodness faithfulness, gentleness? Do you have self-control? Are these things evident in your life? Or do you see more of the other fruit, the fruit of the flesh? Do you see more immorality, idolatry, strife, jealousy? We're not perfect, even if you are in Christ. There's a process of sanctification, of becoming more holy and more like him. But the fruit that we produce shows our hearts. Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. What is your mouth showing? What are your words saying? What is taking up space in your heart? I encourage you to really seek that freedom from sin. If you are in Christ, you should be walking in that freedom. If you are not in Christ, I invite you to grab onto that and be free from the sin that holds you down and holds you back and that's leading to death. You might feel it. You probably do feel it in your heart, in your soul, in your body. This feeling that you are stuck and that you just want to get out. You can get out. Jesus made the way. You just need to submit your life to him. And you will see how through that sanctification process, he's making you more like him. And if you want that, if you want that freedom to be enslaved to righteousness which leads to life instead of being enslaved to sin which leads to death i would encourage you to turn to jesus if you have not already turn to him he has made a way for you to get to eternal life no one comes to the father except through him 
And if you're not sure how to do that, please feel free to reach out to me. Send me a message. I'm happy to uh, to talk with you and pray with you and just give you more information about how we can give our lives to Jesus. All you have to do is tell him, yes, give him your heart, give him your life, and turn to him. I am so glad that I turned and gave my life to him. That doesn't mean that I'm perfect by any means. I still make mistakes. I still sin. But he is sanctifying me, and I'm not the same person that I once was. The fruit in my life that I have now is not the same that I had before I had Jesus in my life. And I want that same thing for you. I don't want you to keep living in this life where you are slowly working your way to death, but I want you to be enslaved to righteousness, which is continually bringing you more life as you're having the fruit of the Spirit very evident in your life. My friends, if you want life and if you want freedom, what we need is freedom from sin. Not from anything else, not from our problems, not from our inconveniences. We need freedom from sin. Sin is the real problem. And how do we get that freedom? It's not by anything we can do. We can't avoid it. We can't earn it. We can't be good enough in order to be free from this. Only through Jesus' blood can we be free. Only through him. And that freedom that we have isn't just so that we can live however we want to. That freedom is that we can serve, just as Jesus did. He came not to be served, but to serve. And in the same way, we are called to live like him. If you want to know more about how to give your life to Jesus, please feel free to give me a message on Instagram at Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Yeah, just let me know. I'm happy to talk with you about that. Thank you so much for listening today. Have an awesome week. May the Lord bless you and keep you.